May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So today, the arrival of the Magi, and there they are. What is your favorite part of the story? Is it the gifts? The elaborate clothing? Those odd and stately camels? Or perhaps it's that star shining before them? We know this story so well, as they are always part of the crush scene and the final act of the Christmas pageant. And of course, there is much tradition, lore, music, and poetry that has been written about these unknown people. We don't even know how many there were, actually. Matthew names three gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And so we imagine three people of wealth and some camels. But if that was the case, there would probably have been camel drivers and perhaps a whole host of servants and minders bearing those elaborate chests. Matthew doesn't tell us much, but we do understand a few things. One is that they were foreigners from somewhere outside of Israel. They were wise in the ways of astrologers, magicians even. So they were not Jews, not people who worshipped the God of Abraham. When we read this text today, this familiar text, we see aspects of this beloved story that may be more important, actually, than the familiar and comforting picture we carry in our minds about them. So I want to wonder with you about three things, three aspects of this story that I think are really aspects of our own journeys. So first, we're told that they are foreigners, people who came from afar, from some unidentified place, somewhere to the east of Israel. And they traveled to see something, to see someone, God in the person of Christ, When they left, they did not know what they would find. Their sign was a star, something that they recognized and were curious about because they were astrologers. And they went out into the night by faith, answering what they understood to be some sort of a call. So in this season of Epiphany, what would be a sign for you? What would capture your imagination to the point that you would be willing, even eager, to go by faith to seek God in a new way? How far would you travel? How willing would you be to encounter strangers, foreigners, people who think differently, And see things differently. Now for some of us it may be literal travel. But for others of us. We know that we can travel vast distances to see new things. Through books. And conversations. And films. And poetry. And scripture. 
so many places and ways to journey closer to God. What would be a sign for you? How will you seek God in a new way by faith? Perhaps traveling afar in this new season. We also learn from Matthew in this story that these travelers are not people who worshipped the God of Abraham. They are not Jews. In fact, they are called magi, magicians, astrologers. Wise not in the ways of God, but in the ways of other magical things. And yet, and yet, they are called by God. Following an unusual star, using the skills and tools they have, they arrive to the place where the child is, and we are told they were filled with joy. For a Savior is born for all. This is good news. God is bringing salvation to the world and drawing all all people, all things, into Christ. These non-Jews, these foreigners, those poor shepherds, astrologers, magi, everyone, even us, who, if we're honest, are often more enamored with our own versions of magic than with God, with our smartphones, our ability to travel vast distances in metal tubes that hurtle through the air, our ability to know instantly news from anywhere in the world. Wow. In the whole course of human history, we are the most powerful magicians of all. So what does it take for God to transform we, magicians, to call us to seek with faith and joy the one who has come to reconcile us to God, the creator and redeemer of all. And a corollary question is, what is the invitation to us to use the technology, our version of magic, in service of this seeking? in service of our ministry? I think those are real questions and real work before us in this new year. And finally, Matthew tells us why they went. Why the wise men set out following that star seeking the king. And surprise, it was not primarily to bring those famous gifts. It wasn't even to satisfy their curiosity about the unusual star. No, they said, we have come to pay him homage. To pay him homage. I don't know about you, but I can't think of another place in my life or in my pretty extensive reading life where this word homage is ever used other than in this passage. And Matthew uses it three times. That's always a hint, right? In a short passage, when a word is repeated, it's super important. So the Magi left 
home, traveled far to come to pay homage to the child who has been born king of the Jews. The word homage is a translation from a Greek word which refers specifically to people prostrating themselves at the feet of a king, lying face down, completely vulnerable. More than worship, it is a complete submission and giving over of oneself. I think this word, this idea, that image is the key to understanding the power of this story. These people who were not followers of the God we know, who came from really far away, they believed in other things, magical ways of thinking. But when they learned the news of this baby, they came and they gave their whole selves their whole hearts to him. That is the miracle of Christmas. That God, the one who loves you and me and each and every person he has made, draws us to himself in this Christ, in this Christ child. In Paul's letter to the Ephesians this morning, he reminds us, that the plan to bring us all together, to adopt us into Christ, was in God's mind before the beginning of, every, of anything. It's been the plan all along. So God draws everything, everyone, to himself through Christ. And we who know the rest of the story know that Christ gives himself fully to us. So can we do less than giving ourselves completely to him? May we come to this place, come to this table each day, each week, and pay him homage, laying down our very selves, our very hearts in love as those truly wise men have shown us. Amen.